Understanding someone's suffering is the best gift you can give another person. Understanding is love's other name. If you don't understand, you can't love. Tiknat Han. Love is the absence of judgment. His Holiness the Dalai Lama. What the world needs most is people who are less bound by prejudice. It needs more love, more generosity, more mercy, more openness. Jack Cornfield. If I go into the place in myself that is love, and you go into the place in yourself that is love, we are together in love. Then you and I are truly in love, the state of being love. That's the entrance to oneness. Ram Das. You're listening to The Quieted Mind. I'm James Buckley. This week, many of us around the world observed Valentine's Day. Some of us observed it by sending flowers to those we most love, maybe giving them candy, jewelry, or other gifts. Some of us observe Valentine's Day by literally observing people express their love for one another. It can be a lonely time for those of us who don't have a significant other, and it can lead to a deep sense of feeling left out. Maybe some of you decided to get together with your other single friends for a counter-observance of the occasion. I actually did that one year with some friends back when I was in my 20s. We all went out to a restaurant together, and a couple, all of us knew, showed up for their Valentine's date. In an odd twist, they asked if they could join us, and we grudgingly accepted them into our group, and we all had an awkward dinner together. The kind of love I'm going to talk about today isn't the kind of love we usually associate with Valentine's Day. It's not the warm, fuzzy, lovey-dovey, butterflies-in-your-stomach kind of love. It's not a love that's limited to those with partners. It's not restricted to in-groups and out-groups. It's the kind of love that includes everyone and should be an undercurrent for all of us who are born into a conscious existence. I like to close my talks and meditations with a simple invocation. May you be safe, may you be happy, and may you be free. These three statements encompass what we all have in common, basic things we all want in life. People who are generous with their time and resources, and people who are stingy with these things, they all do it out of a desire to be safe, happy, and free from suffering. These groups may have a different understanding of how and for whom these things should be achieved. Some believe that by protecting their own interests, they will achieve it for themselves, and the safety, happiness, and freedom of others is up to those people. Others believe that setting causes and conditions into motion that contribute to the well-being of others ultimately benefits us all. One group has a view of humanity that believes we are all separate, that we are all responsible for our own predicaments, while the other has a view that sees us all as connected and interdependent. These aren't the only two views, and many of us move back and forth within a spectrum between these two outlooks based on varying circumstances. 
the truest love we will ever find is one that seeks to understand these tendencies in others and ourselves and have compassion for everyone. Compassion is a practice. I've spoken before of a story Thich Nhat Hanh told about sea pirates and their exploits. At this point, I want to offer a content warning, as the following quote references sexual violence and suicide. One day, we received a letter telling us about a young girl on a small boat who was raped by a Thai pirate, he recalls. She was only 12, and she jumped into the ocean and drowned herself. When you first learn of something like that, he continues, you get angry at the pirate. You naturally take the side of the girl. As you look more deeply, you will see it differently. If you take the side of the little girl, then it is easy. You only have to take a gun and shoot the pirate. But we can't do that. In my meditation, I saw that if I had been born in the village of the pirate and raised in the same conditions as he was, I would now be the pirate. There is a great likelihood that I would become a pirate. I can't condemn myself so easily. In my meditation, I saw that many babies are born along the Gulf of Siam, hundreds every day. And if we educators, social workers, politicians, and others do not do something about the situation, in 25 years, a number of them will become sea pirates. That is certain. If you or I were born today in those fishing villages, we might become sea pirates in 25 years. If you take a gun and shoot the pirate, you shoot all of us, because all of us are to some extent responsible for this state of affairs. In this story, Thich Nhat Hanh beautifully and brutally explains the interconnectedness of all of us, the workings of karma, and the fact that Depending on the circumstances, any one of us could end up a victim or a perpetrator. He also illustrates that perpetrators are also victims themselves, showing us that trauma often leads people to inflict trauma on others. Love enters the picture when we awaken to the fact that we are all these people and they are us. We don't condone or excuse trauma or violence, and let's not confuse this with whataboutism. Our aim here is to understand the true nature of these things, and the more we understand, the more we're able to have compassion for everyone caught within that cycle. After Thich Nhat Hanh meditated on the letter about what was done to the young girl, he wrote a poem, which I will read to close out this episode. You may find it helpful as part of a meditative practice and as a companion piece to metta or loving-kindness meditation. I'll link to the poem in the show notes, as well as my prior metta meditation for you to use in your own practice. I hope it helps you as you seek to widen the scope of understanding, love, and compassion on your own journey. And now, a reading of Please Call Me By My True Names by Thich Nhat Hanh. Don't say that I will depart tomorrow. Even today, I'm still arriving. Look deeply. Every second I am arriving to be a bud on a spring branch, 
to be a tiny bird with still fragile wings, learning to sing in my new nest, to be a caterpillar in the heart of a flower, to be a jewel hiding itself in a stone. I still arrive in order to laugh and to cry, to fear and to hope. The rhythm of my heart is the birth and death of all that is alive. I am the mayfly, metamorphizing on the surface of the river, and I am the bird that swoops down to swallow the mayfly. I am the frog swimming happily in the clear water of a pond, and I am the grass snake that silently feeds itself on the frog. I am the child in Uganda, all skin and bones, my legs as thin as bamboo sticks. And I'm the arms merchant, selling deadly weapons to Uganda. I'm the 12-year-old girl, refugee on a small boat, who throws herself into the ocean after being raped by a sea pirate. And I'm the pirate, my heart not yet capable of seeing and loving. I'm a member of the Politburo, with plenty of power in my hands. And I'm the man who has to pay his debt of blood to my people dying slowly in a forced labor camp. My joy is like spring, so warm it makes flowers bloom all over the earth. My pain is like a river of tears, so vast it fills the four oceans. Please call me by my true names, so I can hear all my cries and my laughter at once, so I can see that my joy and pain are one. Please call me by my true names, so I can wake up, and so the door of my heart can be left open. The door of compassion. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, may you be safe. May you be happy. And may you be free.